Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Are your money back? Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Picture this. It's blazing hot outside and you need to head to work. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get cold air pumping as soon as possible, but it doesn't work. Instead, blowing hot air out of your vents and directly into your face. No, your car doesn't hate you. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the air conditioning system, and there's an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. There's no need to go to the shop and pay lots of money when you can save time and money recharging yourself with AC Pro Recharge Kits. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience. And the AC Pro app offers clear, vehicle-specific instructions to help you get the job done in less than 10 minutes. So pick up an AC Pro Recharge Kit at any store selling auto products and confidently restore your car's cold air yourself today. Be a pro with AC Pro. The following is a production of Dirt Mode Media. Ah, yes, back again. Feels so good to be back. Thank you for uh, excusing my absence last week. Joey Molinaro back in the in the saddle here on Speed Street. I was away at Disney World seeing the mouse uh, with my son and my family last week. And, uh, yeah, I was just having a little family time, uh, watching him run around and, and do all that craziness. So uh, apologize for not being here last week, but glad to be here this week uh, back again um, in an off-season edition of Speed Street. We uh we got a little bit of everything this week. We could talk some football. We could talk some. We got a podium coming, of course. Uh, we have drivers' meetings happening. We have some news about Indy 500 and 2024. Uh, all here, so all good things. Uh, thank you for joining us as always. And of course, producer Ben Walton and my guy Connor Daly. How we doing, fellas? Connor, what's happening, man? All uh, great. This is a great time of year. Uh, I love it. Uh, great to have you back as well. No guests this week for us, but. Uh... I, I I do think that we have a great guest for next week's show, uh, which we will kind of just uh, maybe we, we won't re- reveal it yet. But gonna do one more show next week before the uh, the holiday break, the Christmas Christmas time. Uh, uh, it's also my birthday next week, so we'll consider say, yeah. a birthday Christmas birthday Christmas send off uh, a program uh, with a great guest who I think will be a lot of fun. So. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be, um, a fun couple weeks. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about still though. I, I, I haven't, um, been able to give everyone, I guess the, I would say an inside look at, you know, all the drivers come into town for our physicals. Like last week we, everyone goes in, we, they take all of our blood, they measure where our brains are at. Um, and, and, and then they tell us about, you know, some of the stuff that, Hey, we're going to look for, for next year, rule changes, things for the competition, 
you know, here's how the million dollar challenge race in thermal is going to work out and stuff like that. So, uh, so yeah, so there's a lot to get into there. Uh, we have Rolex 24 testing going on right now. A lot of IndyCar guys down there doing that. Marcus Erickson's of the world, probably the Hinches, probably the Alexes, probably everyone that you might know of that's probably Kirkwood, doing right? Rolex. Old Kirkwood's probably down there. Um, guest of the show, Connor Filippi's down there as well. So uh, everyone's doing a bunch of work, tons of drivers, uh, which is cool. Sometimes they have that, uh, like the roar before the 24. I don't know if this is the roar. I think maybe it is. I'm not sure. But normally they have that like, uh, in this month or like very, very at the end of like kind of around New Year's, early January, as far as I know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so there, there's, there's still stuff going on. And, you know, I spoke with Marshall Pruitt yesterday too. A lot of, lot, lot more going on in the news world and in the driver's seat world than, uh, than normal. So, you know, we have things to talk about and we also well, have, you know, there's, there's some, you know, we, we have, football that is just taking over everyone's lives as well so we have yes. so many things to cover which for, which i'm excited to get into for for better or for worse yeah uh, mostly for worse for me on the exactly. football side of things but that's okay uh that's fandom um well why, why don't we start off real quick if if uh you want to uh with a little bit of uh a, a news drop for our listeners for the the neighborhood here on speed street uh regarding you and uh the 2024 indy 500 Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? We're not going to drop any news, but we're going to at least encourage our listeners because we like to really just make sure that you guys are listening. Like, hey, maybe there are folks out there that like this podcast. I I enjoy doing it for people. Hopefully. hopefully. I I hope that you guys like it as well. Yeah. But uh, but it is now clear that I will be making an attempt to uh, qualify for the Indy 500 next year. Obviously, it's not like, oh, hey, I'm going to do the 500 because obviously who knows how many cars are going to be there. Um, but it does, it does now look like a, you can consider me, uh, in the, uh, in the running for, you know, competing in that event. So, uh, we will not reveal any details, no details like that, but we just want to give people like a little heads up, like, Hey, we made some great progress and the progress is exciting. Uh, now again, that means obviously no full season of IndyCar racing for me, like officially fully like that's it, but that's fine. I think that is that is that is totally um, you know for me right now the the best possible scenario for for my career was 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 trying to do the Indy 500 with a great situation which this will be if 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 all continues to go I mean it will but that's why we're telling you um, but uh, but yeah excited about that we still have a lot of uh, great potential for a more full time uh, program as well. Uh, and I hope to really know more about that really by my birthday or by by next week. Maybe it's an early birthday present. We'll see. But still focused on going NASCAR Truck Series racing. Uh, that would be a, a great situation for my career. But that's that's kind of what's going on. That's the latest for the uh, Connor Daily News segment. <laughs> okay. So we can, yeah, we can hope, fingers crossed, that next week on the 2023 send-off show, we could have some more, even more concrete news, perhaps. To oh, I don't know, I don't release. know. Announcements or who knows? You okay. never know on that. But let's just be right. happy to be where we're at. Okay. Maybe we can drop the news on a show. We'll do a special announcement just via like a live YouTube stream or something. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, get those. Yeah. get those YouTube subscribers get those up. Numbers for you. up. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right. Well, we do know that, like you mentioned, uh, the drivers were in town having the physicals, the meetings. 
Um, just want a little insight, a little behind the scenes, if you will, from uh, your perspective of kind of what went down there uh, during those get-togethers. Yeah, and, and it's funny because those meetings are always, you know, it's obviously very, you know, it's a private thing, right? Like, hey, we got the drivers in there, you know, Jay Fry, uh, Kyle Novak, uh, you know, Kevin Blanche, all, all the all the head guys for the competition side, you know, on the tech side, you know, Dave first in there too, all the all the folks from the uh like the head head of our medical team as well. So just the you know, the head honchos that make Where was the this series. taking place? The convention center? in the IndyCar offices. So we go IndyCar over there, boom, IndyCar offices. We all they, you know what? I gotta give them credit. Had coffee for us, nice fruit display, couple bagels. I, I fantastic to be able to go in there at nine AM. Yep. I'm going to have some snacks. I'm going to have some pineapple. I'm going to have some, maybe some little croissants. And I'm going to have 14,000 cups of coffee. I, uh-huh. I actually, drivers, apparently we all drink a lot of coffee because we ran the whole thing out of coffee. Like we ran the event out of coffee. So I, that was kind of a surprise for me. Um, but yeah, I, I would say not everyone was there. Um, but But the majority of the field, I would say, was there. Uh, l- let's go by people who weren't there, uh, because basically everyone else was there except so so Pato not there. I was gonna say Pato uh, Scott Dixon, Dixon not there. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Guess who? Guess who wasn't there? I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna leave it up to you to guess the rest. There's probably like five or six. So Kay. we got Pato and Dixon. Yeah. Who's next? Uh, I'm gonna go uh, Scotty Mac. He was not there. Yeah, he was on his European drinking binge vacation or or. <laughs> Cultural experience, whatever sure. that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a that's if that's what you want to call it. Uh, Joseph Newgarden. Joseph was there. Joseph ah. was there. Yeah, big big time leader of the Indy 500 winning driver. So he had to be there. Yeah, I had to be there. Okay, all Joseph right. So was we there. Got Scotty Mack, Dixon, Pato. So it's three out of five. You said. I, yeah, I think probably when I'm. Yeah, maybe maybe five total were weren't there. Yeah, so if you name it, I'll know. <laughs> ben, do you have any any thoughts, any ideas? Was the, was the champ there, or was he uh, maybe doing some uh, legal? Hello, things? not there. Hello, okay. ah, was giving ah. birth to a baby. Yeah, yeah, hard, yeah. There you go. Okay. hard launch. Yeah, 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 hard launch wow. a baby. There you wow. go. Hard launch the baby. Yeah, that was Fired wild out there. Yeah, so congrats I've been... to Alex and Esther. That's great. Yeah, so uh, Alex had legitimate reasons to not be there. Obviously, sure. that's not like Scotty Mac. Just so we're at so we're at four, and I believe there's probably when I think back, I I, I want to say there's probably one more, uh, one more that that you would have to. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a, yeah. There, and I I know the one that wasn't there that you is, would probably is, guess, or okay. you may, it, you might not guess. Well, is it? Uh, everybody. Like, so anybody who's going to drive, was, so five hundred drivers. It is five hundred. There is five. So. RC Anderson was there. RC was there. Okay. Um, but I, I was teammates with this driver at one point this year. Now that could be a lot of folks. So. Elio probably wasn't there. Elio was not there, but he's not a full time driver yeah, anymore. I so I, I, I kind of didn't count him. But this one's kind of a he's a full time driver next year. I was teammates with him. Tom Blomquist? No. Tom was there. Tom was there. You can get this. He was a guest on this program. On this program. Uh, <laughs> Graham Rahal. Yeah, you got it. Graham wasn't nice. there. Yeah, yeah, Graham nice. was there, which I was surprised about. Graham loves being there. 
he's always been one of the very voicey ones at these meetings in the past. So right, uh, yeah. So those are the main heads that were not there. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, good to see R.C. Anderson there. He was there. Uh, the the young rookies, you know, Stingray Stingray Bob was there. Uh, basically everyone else, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone else. But um, but yeah, it's basically you know sometimes they do the meetings where there's like a like it lasted all day almost. Like you got in there at eight and it would go till like two. It's like an orientation. All, yeah. yeah, but they would also go through like what like last year during the meetings we had them at the IMS Media Center and they were telling us about the hundred days to indie show that they were going to do right. So they had right. a big media side of it. Like oh hey, like this is what we're going to do. Like this is how we're going to get better. That element was not a part of it, which I was, I was kind of uh, uh, sad about. Uh, but again, maybe they'll do that at like, uh, like one of the preseason tests at like, like last year at Thermal, they kind of did another, uh, another little setup of like, hey, here's what we're doing to make sure the series is going to be, uh, you know, on fire this year and do great things. So uh, that element was missing. But we basically just focused on as we go uh, as we go through the year, right? There are several rules that come into question. There are several things that, uh, you know, become topics that, you know, Kyle Novak writes down like, hey, we're going to discuss these uh, in the offseason, right? I'd say one of the number one discussion points was if we remember last year, Joseph Newgarden winning the Indy 500, yep. he was very aggressively snaking down the back straight and the front straight. Ooh. And a lot of people had a problem with that. And uh, or some people had a problem with that. But him kind of going way down out of four, like below the attenuator, yep, yep. potentially a dangerous situation. So, so that was a, a big topic of conversation. And I'm actually the inter- the is most that, anno- real quick, real quick. Yeah, yeah, is that snake tactic? Is that going to become like IndyCar's touch push? I. I don't know because again the first the first time that really happened we kind of all talked about this was like it was a smart move by Simon Pagenaud to try to win the race in in 19 or whatever it was like it hasn't really been something that's been very prevalent for a long time so it makes sense to try to break the draft right it makes sense to try to you know it might help you block if you need to into 3 but realistically, I, I I've not seen the snake like lead to an accident yet. Like that's not necessarily where, um, you know, it, it, it's a big safety hazard because it's like caused a bunch of crashes. But it is very much an accordion effect, right? Because if the lead car is doing it, every single car within drafting range is going to be doing that because the right. draft is so important. So, and, and to be honest, it made Sports Center too. So that's like. Playing devil's advocate, because a lot of the drivers, the, the the feel in the meeting was that bad. We don't like that. We don't, we don't need that. But mm-hmm. I was having a little chat in the back with with uh, with Jack Harvey and, um, and 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 a couple other folks, and I was like, I I don't necessarily see it as a super like dangerous thing. And if anything, it's visually, it's like, whoa, this is kind of exciting. Now again blocking is very dangerous right like if you're snaking from one side to the other and you just keep going as someone pops out yeah you know that that's when you cause a major accident especially in the front of the field too um you know so so that's i I see it but um but yeah that that was definitely a point of contention i think there were a lot of drivers more so than i expected 
uh, that that were saying, "Hey, we got to figure out a rule to to maybe combat this, right?" So I think oh. for sure we're we're going to see cars not be able to you know go down past the attenuator on the front straight, you know, especially on the last lap, but all throughout the race, right? So I think you're gonna the, the days of seeing Joseph go all the way to the inside wall, essentially almost in pit entry, those those days are probably over, uh, which is fine. Joseph's like, "Hey, I I completely like you know I did what I had to do." I got my 500. Who gives a shit? Yeah, he's like, I won. I don't care. You know, I still get the milk. Um, But, you know, the the only issue with potentially penalizing a snaky type move is who's going to hand out that penalty to the winner of the Indy 500 on the front straight when he's celebrating? Are we pulling Joseph out of the crowd saying, hey, buddy, you didn't win? Like, that's a that's a big that's a big point of contention in in the room. It's like, are you guys going to have the the balls to like uh-huh. be like hey you made an illegal move it goes to whoever is in second you know what i mean sure. like that's that's a big deal now again there has to be rules in this sport because it's a sport right like there was a horrible pass interference call in a football game the other night making sure the chiefs weren't gonna win but or someone there was some pass interference call like everyone agrees that was pass interference but guess what it still happened and and that's it. Like you can't argue with it. Like people have rules for a reason. There are things that that like there are human errors by refs in football that will always go down in history as like a terrible thing. But there's still someone who wins and someone who loses. So I I, I am all for having the rules enforced. I definitely think at the 500, just in general, the rules are a little bit softened up. Right? Like I I for sure have got away with many blocks that should have been penalties. But we are all kind of racing at that even higher level to where you're kind of expecting, um, you know, the stuff to hit the fan, as they say. So, I mean, what what would you think if you saw the winner cross the finish line? You're like, oh my gosh! And then it's like, actually, he didn't win. Like, it's big. That's big drama. That's 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 something. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, no, I mean it would definitely go down to the history books. Um, yeah, you know you have your <laughs> you have your uh, various five hundreds throughout history that have the titles for different things that happen, you know, spin and win that kind of thing, right? Um, Snake so and win, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's well, so a yeah. situation where uh, if that were to happen, and then you know they uh, awarded to the second place uh, would be all sorts of craziness, and maybe yeah. you know if it's the person in Joseph Newgarden's shoes, like maybe they get out and they absolutely lose their mind and throw their helmet at the winner on the podium who's drinking the milk and then IndyCar gets a whole bunch of pub. It's and great. Sports center, yeah. You know, <laughs> right. Like it, because I have a hard time seeing anybody have a rational reaction to uh, that rule or penalty like that being um, set upon them and taking away the win. Um but it is. Yeah. It's 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 like you you said. It's but you want you have you know, to. It have doesn't rules. happen often, yeah. but like it is. You know, the past two years now, you had Marcus do it to Pato, yep. 
and then you had Joseph do it back to Marcus. Yeah, yeah. Which I know rubbed a lot of people yeah. the wrong way when Marcus was kind of moaning, and after the the race, it's like, hey, you just remember in twenty twenty one when he just did that, or twenty twenty two when he just did that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I see both sides of it, but it is like I said, like when I asked you about the tush push, it's like that kind of like, it's not, you know what I mean? Like people yeah, are upset like, about it. I think the tush push is fine. Like, yeah, sorry, it's hard to block, but like, shoot, it's part of the game. You got a bunch of dudes lining up and pushing their dude into the end zone. <laughs> right, right. And, and the, some can make the argument that it's it's dangerous because, you know, yeah, the, yeah. they are low and all the scrum and everything like that. But like, some can make the argument about the snake being dangerous, but. You know, I mean, it's kind of part, it's a strategy of, hey, I got to do what I got to do to make sure this gap isn't closing on me. You know, like yeah. I think, hey, what if Marco Andretti would have done that in 2006? Exactly, right? So so there's there's, there's a lot there. My thought behind it, and again, I'll, the drivers were very much, more were against the whole snaking that I, that I really thought. Um, and, and again, I, I think putting a rule in place to prevent it is that, you walk a very tight line then because your sure. initial reaction is just going to be to do it right because you want to break the draft and i still think that you can you are able to penalize blocking even if you are doing the snake right because let's say the whole science behind it is you get you get out of 3 let's take the back the the back yeah. straight for example yeah you get out of 3 leading last lap you hook left down to the inside right Big time. Unless you've made a mistake out of two, the car is not going to be directly behind you. Like he's going to have to use that whole straight or at least half that straight to get a run on you. So the snaking is just to to prevent that, that run from coming quicker. But let's say you're sweeping back up to the right. The car behind you is getting that run and it pops left and you go left as well. That is a reactionary block, which is supposed to be a penalty, right? Like that, you can't, like if someone pops out underneath you and you also go down, you can't just say, well, I was, you know, I was just, that's, that was what I was doing. It's like, you can still call that because again, of course you're going to go left from the snake maneuver, right? Because that's, that's what's going to happen. But it's also like, you can see that car in your mirror yeah. and you can also understand from your spotter, like how close that car is going to be. So I, I think putting a limit on the the snaking is a bit silly other than, you know, where Joseph went for last year's race. That was obviously a bit dangerous. And, and that's for sure. I agree with you can't go below the, you know, the attenuator, but you know, the drivers kind of agreed that there will be a limitation put on the, on the snaking. I think there will be a limit to how many moves, uh, you know, I, they'll, they'll, I'll leave it to them to write it up and figure out what's going on. But I do believe that we will see a limit to the amount of moves that you can make out of three and out of, or out of two and out of four, um, you know, really anytime during the race, but, but specifically, uh, you know, cause you're not really snaking until the last 10 laps anyway. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I, I see that it seemed like that was a more, there were more people on that side of putting limitations even Colton Herta was on that side too, which I was kind of surprised about. I, I don't know why we we put rules in place because again, everyone's going to want to do it, and if you're the one who gets caught making more than the moves that are you know allowed, boy, that's going to be real easy to penalize because you can count, you know. And then if you say, okay, let's let's say you can make two moves out of two, 
or two moves out of four before you're like out of moves, right? What if it's like, well, I was bending the car down. That wasn't my move. Where's, because Where's the line? Where's exactly, the line? Exactly, because out of two and out of four, we already let the car drift down to the center of the track anyway. So does that count as a move? Like, right. I don't know. Let us know what you think in the comments and 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 and, and in you know in the Twitter sphere, Twitter, Instagram, yeah. because it's an interesting point. And 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 I, I see both sides for sure. But the problem is is a is is a decision has to be made. And one of the things that I learned the most is not everyone is ever going to be on the same page. It's the same with you know it's we see it in the election every year, right? Half people hate everything, and half people are like, yeah, we win. You know what I mean? So like it's 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 the it's just interesting to see who is on what side i would say so that was that was really the major point of of discussion uh you know there was definitely a few things that might be added for the indy 500 next year which i think is cool like just just kind of uh like some some uh, some additions to help people be aware of what's going on in the qualifying not like rule changes but just things to help the fans understand who's going when where especially in the whole bump day situation or the you know, when you're trying to make the fast 12. So I think there's a couple of cool things coming there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, 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 I think it's good to have a discussion, but who do you think, let me out of the drivers that we know were there, who, who, who do you think s- spoke the most? Who do you think <laughs> was, was most voicey of, of, of their, uh, of their thoughts and, and maybe their disagreements of, of, of over what's going on? Well, my three that I was going to say weren't there. <laughs> okay. Um, my my top three were going to be you have so many more choices though that I know be... but my top three were going to be Pato Dixon Graham um, yep but that no is particular normal. order yeah. uh, no particular order but um, I'm guessing because this was such a uh, nerve point considering what happened in the past year I'm guessing that Joseph Newgarden probably had a lot of things to say he did have things to say. He did. He, he. I would. I would say he didn't talk the most, but Joseph is very diplomatic with the way he says things. He's like, sure, he's a politician. Now let's yeah. listen here. Like, what? Yeah. What do you think about in this scenario? And it's like, right. all right, Joseph's very smart. He's very uh-huh. good at everything. We get it. Yeah. Uh, let's stay with Pinsky. Will Power. So Power, I love when he talks. He said some things during that <laughs> meeting that I don't know if I can really repeat. <laughs> But it was so funny. Like, all of a yeah. sudden, Power will just start, like, shouting expletives. And you're like, all right. And Power was, like, super sick, too. He sounded like he sounded like his voice was in a different octave. And he was just like, oh, no. anytime he was he was saying something, he was, he was either cursing or he was making a great joke. So, Power, mm-hmm. again, good little comments. Like, like, Power was, like, more like the throw in the comments here and there. And he obviously, there was a lot of talk about the hybrid units, of course, and he's done a lot of testing for him, so he got in on that. But Joseph was definitely, I would say, in the top in the top three for uh, things said. Uh, my last one, let's go with that smart-ass Alexander Rossi. Yep, that is number one. Yeah, Alex <laughs> is number one. Is, Alex had sent a text to me as well saying he just wanted to sit in the back and be quiet. Sure enough, he's like, you know, a row in front of me, Sitting right next to my uh, my uh, ex boss Ed Carpenter, and uh, he was Alex was just having it. He was he was getting after it. He was presenting his points. He was he was getting into some discussion. So Alex definitely has some things to say uh, for the positive. I would say hopefully for the positive of the series. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny, man. I, I I wish at times that we weren't all as like confident in ourselves as we are. 
because drivers are never wrong. Like all of us, like we're all sure. the same. We all have a lot of the same mindset. We go in there and even after a while, like you start thinking, okay, maybe we've come to, you know, maybe this discussion point has finally come to an end. Nope. Here nope. comes another. Well, hey, in this scenario, you know, Christian Lundgaard has video of an incident that happened with him and Joseph. He's like, but what about this moment oh, here boy. like that? And it's like, all right, as soon as we're pulling out YouTube videos to try and discuss incidents, like it, it's just, you know, it becomes a bit messy. And, you know, we end up, it was supposed to be nine to noon. We leave there like one thirty. you know what I mean? So like we're, we're there, I think far, far more than, uh, than we were supposed to be. Um, but, uh, but yeah, apart from yeah. the rules, there were, uh, learned a little bit more about the million dollar challenge thing and, in, in thermal, uh, do tell, do tell the thermal. I obviously probably don't, I, I can't say anything yet because they haven't announced things, but uh, it, it's interesting. And, and I think it will be an exciting, different way to watch a race. Okay. Um, but you know what? At, at this point, I don't think we have anything to lose. I think we just try, we, you have to try stuff. Sure. And so I'm excited to see how that goes for them. Obviously, I will not be a part of it. Uh, I will definitely not even go because they would probably turn me away at the gate if I was to go to that race. So, um, it, it sounds like you know there's there's a lot of money that has been invested into that race from the folks that are like members at the the thermal club, right? So yeah, uh, it, it's it, it's it's going to be fun to watch. I, I think there are still a few things to be sorted out, but again, interesting little nuggets to pay attention to when when the uh, when the announcements come out. Um, and yeah, other than that, just pretty much. Lots of arguments between rules. So I think we'll see a couple small rule changes for next year. I think we'll see a couple different things in place. Um, but that's, you know, that's the point of discussion, really. That's kind of sometimes the stuff you got to get into. You got to get in the weeds a little bit. That's right. I mean, it's how our forefathers found this place. You know, they sat in a room from dusk until dawn <laughs> and, uh, you know, hashed it out. Just like you fellas and ladies were doing uh, last week. So. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah. What uh, what 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 what's going on with the the Rolex? Are people people getting ready for yes. that testing. Yes, we've got what's a lot the of situation. Drivers, a lot of IndyCar folk down there. A lot of interesting combinations too. We've got uh, at the Wayne Taylor Racing Team. You've got Jensen Button, uh, Marcus Erickson. I think all those guys together. Um, a pretty impressive lineup, to be honest. Uh, Jordan Taylor. Colton Herta, Jensen Button in one car, right? So you've got nice. several friends of the show, yep. and then I believe Marcus Erickson is in their is in their team car, so or their their other car. So that's a pretty that's a pretty solid solid group Indy of drivers right there. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it's going to be cool to see that that race. I think is going to have a lot of excitement, uh, a lot of different. Uh, drivers that you can follow from any series, right? Like you got there are gonna be NASCAR folk in there, probably a little bit less, but you're gonna have Marcus Erickson in there, uh, uh, Colton Herta, obviously, um, and pretty much everyone that almost there, there's a ton of drivers. You have Kyle Kirkwood in there in the Lexus, uh, a lot of folks. So it'll be good to see that. Nice. Good to see an event in January too. Obviously, I, I wish I could do the Rolex. Uh, a lot of those teams, um, you know, they they go for the big names and the and the folks that that have a ton of success, which I completely understand. Or you got to have a lot of money to bring with you, and I do not have that. So uh, it's it's one of those things that hey, 
If I get a call in a week or two to do the Rolex, absolutely I would do it. It looks like I'm going to do it in 2025. It, it, that that's more um, more likely as of now. So nice. if you're a Rolex fan, I'm I'm planning on being there in 2025. So uh, awesome. that would be really fun. But cool. uh, yeah, great to see cars on track, some stuff rolling. Uh, but there's a lot of interesting other news. Uh, I, I had a great chat with uh, Marshall Pruitt yesterday. Love Marshall Pruitt. He's got a lot of, uh, you know, inside info, and we don't want to spoil all of his secrets. But um, but there's a lot going on, I would say, in the driver front. We still have a full team that does not have drivers yet, right? Like, we, we have Dale Coyne Racing that does not have any drivers signed. Um, we even have AJ Foy Racing where there is a lot of turmoil, apparently. Like, not, not turmoil, but just indecision, I would say. And, and, and I, I don't... <laughs> It, it's kind of a shame to hear about. I think there are like some sides that don't think that there's any turmoil, but some sides think that there is. Um, turmoil so, in terms of who I don't who, know who's driving who's for be, them yet. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was say, like, like they that don't know who to turmoil. And I think there's, there's some funding that that needs to happen there. And obviously, you know, Benjamin Peterson, friend of the show. Uh, you know, he he's done a deal there to be there for for three years, as as he said to us. Um, but you know, I, I don't know if there's, there's basically some internal things that, 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 that are going down there that need to be discussed. And, you know, I'm not going to bring their, uh, you know, all their business out here, but it's just going to be something to pay attention to, because I think when one domino falls, then that means other dominoes will fall for Dale coin racing and for others. So it's, you know, we are by, by no means, close to the end of the IndyCar silly season. Uh, and and even talking to Marshall, you know, the Indy 500 seats that are available, right? I think you could probably get to 35 cars, you know, trying to make the race. Uh, there are a couple names that he mentioned um, that are, are looking for seats that were a bit of a surprise uh, and some that aren't. But, you know, I, I, I am... I am happy to be at least down the road and, and, and even with the teammate that I will have at, at, uh, you know, or teammate or teammates that I will have, uh, you know, very interesting, very happy with it. But I think you're going to see these Indy 500 seats like go before we even get to like March, which is sometimes you're in March and like these, you still got Indy 500 deals being announced. So, um, you know that that's exciting for us. That means that these seats are going they're going hot. They're they're going quick, uh, yeah. and you're going to have a you know a full basically a full field of very prepared entries and prepared drivers and prepared teams, uh, you know to to try to make this race. So it's going to be very interesting. Love it. Yeah. I mean, we're uh, let's see. I just saw the Kentucky- Does J.R. Hildebrand make a comeback. I heard that name in some rumors. J.R. Hildebrand. Maybe? Can, we, can we toss uh, out American some more Hero? rumor names? Can we toss out some more uh, rumor names? I mean, I don't know. I'll leave that. I, th- I think Marshall probably writes about it, but there are definitely some people out there that uh, are, are names that you've heard before. Uh, there are not any new new names that I know of yet, but definitely names that you've heard before. So very curious. Very curious. Okay, I will so- go with JR, though, because JR, obviously, he's a he's a household name at the 500. So I think I think everyone kind of assumes that he'll show up at some point and do and do a great job for a team. Okay, so Danica Patrick coming back. Confirmed. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, let's see. The, the seats that there are, to list them for the folks, you got fourth-rate Hall car, 
You've got uh, an extra Foyt car potentially. That 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 is the p- a potential. Uh, so it'd be three. So because two Santino Benjamin and then three. Yeah, they, they'll they'll obviously run two full time and then a third for the five hundred. Yeah, I thought uh, these are just five hundred seats that I'm talking about. And then yeah. you've obviously got the two DRR cars, Dry Ramble cars, mm-hmm. uh, and then basically coin. I could see running an extra car if they really wanted to, but realistically, it's down to the engine manufacturers. So. Engines are going to be the ones that are limited. Uh, you've got the Able, J- the Able Racing team, I believe Jacob Able's team. Uh, they're going to want to come back and do it again because they they did a, they did a fantastic job uh, last year. Yeah. Uh, so I could see RC being there again. I could see him him having the budget to do it. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of what we got. I think there there could be more teams that could have the ability to run more cars, but there just aren't enough engines, sadly, which is which is kind of a shame. So that's latest for Indy Five Hundred. Specialty news. Well, which I, I it already I'm excited about it already. Ah. Well, yeah, that's what I was about to say. I just saw a post uh, from the Kentucky Derby. It said that I think they're 150 days away from the 150th Kentucky Derby, which that's wild. Like May 4th or 5th. Oh yeah, which that's always a that big kickoff. We're like 170 so days away from the the Indy 500. Um, exciting, there. exciting stuff. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, We're getting there. You 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 mentioned um, what's the latest with with the hybrids in the news? Oh yeah, there. yeah, the hybrids. So I I think there was. It's a big question mark. I I think obviously you know the engine manufacturers want to see the hybrid element introduced. That's that's the reasoning behind it. Uh, you know, Formula One has a big hybrid element. Uh, IMSA has a big hybrid element right now. Uh, you know, engine manufacturers, that's kind of the way they want to, you know, see it. You know, me personally, I mean, I wish it was V12s that shot giant flames. You know what I mean? That naturally aspirated <laughs> V12 engines, like, let's go. But that's not the reality that we're living in. Yes. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think it's something to pay attention to. I, I, I know that IndyCar is working really hard. They gave us a lot of updates on, uh, you know, on, on how the testing has gone, uh, what their limitations are. And, you know, there, there, there's a lot of times getting these things done, you know, you have to have a good, you know, supply chain, right? And sometimes in this modern era, supply chain issues are everywhere, right? It's, it's oh, yeah. tough. So I, I think I'm, I'm just, it's just something to pay attention to. Uh, I know there were supposed to be tests here in December um, that I've heard have, you know, maybe, maybe have been rescheduled. Uh, but they, you know, I, I do love that IndyCar is going to do as much testing as they can do, but obviously you have to try to get that testing out to a lot of the teams, right? It can't just be Penske and Ganassi doing the testing anymore. Like it, you got to get it to the, to the, you know, the coin cars, you got to get it to the ECR cars, you got to get it to, uh, you know, to everyone else. And, and even the Indy 500 entries, like, because there was technically obviously supposed to run those things everywhere. So um, so that there's a lot there to pay attention to. And I, and I, and I, I do hope it all gets sorted out. There's been a lot of smart people who have put uh, a lot of hours and a lot of work into that. Uh, and you got to respect both manufacturers for, for doing that as well. So I hope they get what they want out of it. 
Um, you know, it, it would be a shame for IndyCar as a series to have to, you know, to have a a, a, a delay on things like that. Um, because again, I don't know if you saw Pato, you saw Pato Ward's article where he said, we just need a new car. Yeah. And I mean, he's right. Like we got to have people that are not afraid to say what they need to say. Like this car is way too old. Like we, we need a new car. Uh, I do like, you know, the, and then, then Mark Miles came out with a comment saying we got to focus on the engines before the cars. And so it ends up being this like word debate. Um, but like, we just, we do need it. Like, like we, 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 we need a new car and we need new engines. Like we, we, and we need another engine manufacturer, right? So hopefully at least once we get these engines to a, you know, the hybrid element, we can just design a whole new car with a whole new engine, hybrid system, everything, whatever you want together. Uh, because it, it's, it's an, it's a necessity. We cannot go two or more years with this car. Why? I just don't believe that we can do that. I don't think the series deserves that i think the series is is doing so well right now or is is on a up an upward trajectory enough for to sure. where it's like hey when we get this new tv deal hopefully the right people are are negotiating that take part of that money and build a new car you know what i mean so sure. i don't know how that gets done but it, it's it's definitely something that's very very high on the list so that, that's kind of what's going on there with the latest them all right well we'll certainly keep an eye on it and uh Hope for the best, you know, fingers yeah. crossed that it comes fingers and toes sooner rather than later. Um, absolutely. Uh, do you want to hop into uh podium? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's cool. get into it. Cue the exciting, exciting podium theme music now. <laughs> um, all right, Start so I, yeah, so I, I have a, a few good ones here, I think. P3 for me right now is the Indiana Pacers. So the Indiana Pacers, I'm loving watching the Indiana Pacers. I love basketball and I love going to the games. Uh, And it's been a while since I think we've had this type of energy in the city of Indianapolis. Definitely, Uh, People just, you know, going crazy at the games. The team is young. The team is exciting. We got Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, all these guys that are just like just energy factories. Yeah. Uh, You know, Obi Top and all the like these, these guys that are, Putting balls in holes, you know what I mean. They're put, they're putting balls in buckets. That's right. And uh, and and it's 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 so fun to watch. It's so fun to see because I when this sit like this Indiana is a basketball place, right? We're we're basketball folk. Uh, and, in our roots, and it's, in our in, in our, our deep DNA, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hoosiers, right? But uh, it's cool to see. So Pacers are on the podium for me. Man, that was my P one. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'll just. Bounce right off that, take you know, get my P one out there, and, and yeah, everything you just said. I was, I was texting a few of my buddies at, at that uh, game on Monday night against Boston. I was like, man, I Big haven't, one. I haven't sweat like this during a Pacers game in uh, quite a handful of years. So it feels good. Like it felt great to be on the edge of my seat and be like legitimately, you know, nervous and sweating and and ready yeah. to you know invested so much in. As in a, a fan, game. you're excited. Like it's like yeah. it's like yeah, like hell yeah, we love this stuff. Yeah, dude. So final four for the Indiana Pacers in the end season tournament. Tyrese Halliburton is just rocketing into superstardom. It's a good time. It's a good time. Uh, oh yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my number one. Uh, ben, what's your P three? P three for me. Uh, bowl season is uh, coming around the corner. Uh, bowl yeah, season. All done. We got the committee all jacked up on Mountain Dew for leaving Florida State out. Um, yeah. But you know, Big besides argument. the yeah. 
Yeah, my opinion. We can get into that later. But, you know, uh, it's funny. So here in Charlotte, um, we actually do have a bowl game this year. Typically doesn't happen. Uh, the Bahamas Bowl, that stadium's oh. being renovated. So they moved it over to Charlotte, and then they, like, wiped the title sponsor. And we have the absolute pleasure of – I might go to it. It's on a Tuesday at, like, noon. So it's kind of odd. But uh, it's Western Kentucky and Old Dominion. So, I mean, tell me there's probably a not more electric bowl it's game. It's a banger. Yeah, tickets probably be eight bucks. So I mean, I might as well. So, but you other go, games, I'm very excited for as well. You go play some wagers and oh, uh, drink some yeah. beers and watch a random oh, yeah. ass college football game. That's living, brother. Yeah, whole it's, season. It's sponsored by a breakfast place. So maybe you go do some brunch. Actually, it's at two thirty. Go get some brunch at like oh, noon. Hop over to the I game. Get some mimosas flowing on a Tuesday. Like you're on much Christmas brunch. break, right? Oh yeah, I mean, yep. yep. I mean, I'll be graduated at that point. So oh, that's right. There you go. Yeah. So I'll be done. So, adult. so maybe I will have some time on Tuesday then. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> people people go to war for their college teams. I tell you what, yeah. that whole selection thing, Alabama winning that game. Yeah. That, uh, I mean, we all knew it was coming. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anybody the with script, a brain cell the knew is, that they uh, were strong. going to put Alabama in. I mean, oh, come yeah. on. Like, I mean, it'd be Georgia, guys. so yeah, I get it. But oh yeah. my God. You, you I don't even I don't even follow college football. I don't follow college football at all because I didn't go to college. I, I, I'll watch the playoff games, but like seeing people melt down on the internet for that stuff is is wild. Like the passion behind it is is very aggressive. <laughs> yeah, an exhausting debate that like there's never going to be the. It's always like you said earlier, Connor. Like it's always going to be, you know, the people who got slighted are going to be pissed and yep. think it's wrong, and the people who got in are going to say, yeah, well, we did. Sweet. It. Yeah, there we go. So mm. yeah. Um, Continuing off bowl season a little bit, my P three um, is 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 piggybacking a little bit off of it in terms of um, uh, the fact that we get Jim Harbaugh versus Nick Saban finally. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm super pumped about that. I one think that it's going to be a really really exciting, entertaining game. Two thinking about these two classic programs, Alabama, Michigan at the Rose Bowl. On New Year's Day gets me fired up, but then three, most importantly, I mean, this is the coaching matchup of coaching matchups here. I mean, oh, this, yeah. is a, this is a dream for me with Harbaugh and Saban here. So, very, very excited about that P three to those guys finally facing off. And Jim Harbaugh, IndyCar fan. So I, I, I have no connection to a college team, but I do have two signed Jim Harbaugh helmets right here in my house. One being a Michigan helmet. I That's like Jim right. Harbaugh because he's an IndyCar guy. So uh, yes. we we will, uh, you know, I, I don't want anyone from, you know, the state of Ohio coming after me or anything like that, but Jim Harbaugh, IndyCar fan, and that's where we're going to, you know, make your decisions from there. <laughs> Friends of us. Yeah, out. exactly. Um, all right, so P2 for me. The mm -hmm. P2 for me is uh, house organization. I spent the weekend um building another <laughs> helmet uh storage rack or a helmet display rack i spent that. the weekend i i cleaned my entire kitchen me and my mother worked worked hard on basically cleaning out the kitchen uh my girlfriend comes to stay with me in a week so that's probably why we did this uh and my gosh it feels great to have a few things uh <laughs> put away maybe m more efficiently put away so technically, I am also on the podium for this because uh, there are <laughs> there are less things on the floor 
There are more uh, like shoe racks in my closet. Uh, there are some things that also just, I said, be free. I let my mom take them away in a trash bag. Yeah. So a yep. bunch of old shirts, stuff that I didn't need. Uh, so it feels good to 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 clean the house. Like I've got I've got much more space to maybe like prepare things to cook. Uh, much less bourbon on my counter over here. That was always a big thing that took up the entire counter. Have yep. put those away efficiently. Uh, so just uh, organizing your house feels great. Now it takes a lot of work. I took a whole weekend to really get through all this stuff. But hey, we did it, and I feel like more of an adult today. Afterwards, yeah, it's a very rewarding feeling. Oh, yeah. Just the, the deep. I needed a bourbon after that. I was like, hey, I feel like a, a yep. man of the house here. That's what I felt like. Yep, the declutter, the 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 goodwillification of your home indeed is, is great. It really is. So good for you. Look at you uh playing Mr. <laughs> host, Mr. Grown up host for the lady. I'm sure yeah, she'll absolutely that greatly. <laughs> um my P two is actually gonna go to my son, uh, for meeting Santa. Oh, all um, right. We we took him to meet Santa on Monday. And uh, he's at this—he's—he's he's at this very interesting age, right? He's a little over one. He's 15 months, and he's very aware now. Like he walks everywhere. He's doing everything. You know, he's—he's he's got a personality, right? Like you're—you're yep. you're interacting with an actual human now. Yeah. So you, you never really know how he's gonna be someone that age with Santa. <laughs> um, but man, my dude was ready to go. We—we we walked right up there, and he was pointing at him, and I was like, "Who is that?" And he's like, "Ho, ho." Oh, and uh, he, he was, he, we put him down on the ground and he kind of was like looking at me and his mom and he's like, should I, can I? And we're like, yeah, it's Santa, come on. And Santa. he went right up and he sat on his lap and he was a little kind of like, maybe he wasn't enjoying it, but he didn't scream. <laughs> he didn't make a scene. He didn't scream. He just kind of sat there and was like, all right, like I did this for you, mom and dad. Now let's go. So yeah, let's get out of here. Let's go to the toy store. Yeah. All right. Big <laughs> shout out to him. Uh being Mr. Brave Guy seeing Santa. Love that. Hey, it's yeah. that time of year. That's right. That's right. Thank you. Love that. <clears throat> I'm hey, going, what about you? Uh P2 for me. I mentioned it to Connor last week uh before we recorded. I did mention it, so I'll mention it now. But Spotify rap season uh is oh. here. Oh. Everybody was posting their stuff. Oh, yeah. But we had a lot of people tag oh, us. Oh, I didn't in know. I didn't podcast. see it. Like, I, yeah. I didn't see anyone's Spotify raps ever. Right. Yeah, I never yeah. saw any of it. <laughs> a lot huh. of no. Nobody had T Swift as their top artist. I I didn't oh, see. Oh yeah, yeah. Ever, not one person ever. Yeah, <laughs> but I did see a lot of Speed Street. Uh, part of the top three or four podcasts for a lot of people. So we appreciate that. Um, yes. If you still haven't posted yours and you got Speed Street, tag us. Um, we love to see it. Uh, we appreciate the support. So my Spotify rap had a lot of country music on it. So um. I don't know if that's disappointing anybody, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, Ben's in his big country phase now. Um, <laughs> good for you. I actually asked. Yeah, I actually asked Tiff uh, from Dirty Mouth. I was like, "Do does Speed Street get a Spotify? Or like, can we see how many people like listen to it or download it?" Like, I was very curious to hear about that. So she said she was going to look into that. I, I I want like our own screenshot. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. What? How many people? listened in how many different countries and and, and all that stuff? I feel like Spotify I think we should does be a good job at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got to find it. Oh, also, yeah, no, definitely. But also uh, kind of a podium, not really, but just a point of conversation. Uh, got to see the, we got to meet the boss finally. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know you hadn't met him. Hadn't met, hadn't met Dale Jr. in person. We, I know we, we hopped on, um, we hopped on the download when we first got on with Dirty Mo. 
but that was just over one of these. And uh, yeah, so we got a nice little gift from uh, Dirty yeah. Mo. The folks there gave us a nice little plaque of our show, our logo, which is awesome. Uh, but then, yeah, getting to meet Dale Jr., all the people that were like a bunch of buddies and people who follow me were like, whoa, like Dale Jr., how was he? I was like, <laughs> he's great. He was super nice. Yeah. Like, just a regular ass dude. So, had a great, great interaction out of Menards in Indianapolis. Yeah, that's the funny thing is, is they were filming a Menards commercial with with Brandon Jones, obviously their driver now for Junior Motorsports, and he's obviously partnered with Menards. But I was like, how did you guys end up in Indiana? And they're like, oh, the weather. I'm like, well, it's cold here too. So, <laughs> right. I, uh, I, I I don't know how they ended up here, but it, they were here, and and we all got to link up at a Menards and have no a doubt. nice little chat. In the uh, water heater section of, of a Menard. So, yes. I enjoyed that a lot. Enjoyed yep. that a lot. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For sure. No, definitely. Uh, all right, P1 for me. This, this is a bit of a left-hand turn, a bit of a right-hand turn even. And I don't know if many people, you know, this might be even be a touchy subject for some, but P1 for me is uh, Bitcoin currently. I I... Uh, obviously, my sponsor Bitnile. There's been a there's been a tie to the Bitcoin world for for a while, and I've I've followed it obviously since even Renus had the 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 Bitcoin racing team car back in like 2021. Been an interesting run, and it seems like maybe the Bitcoin boys are kind of on their way back. I don't know, but it's it was something that I I did happen to you know I I, I invested. I was like I'm just gonna maybe buy a little bit of this when it was uh, very very low, like below the 20s. 20,000s and uh and boy bitcoin has gone on a run so uh, you know good for maybe you're going to start to see more of those uh you know crypto based sponsors that appear on a bunch of NASCAR Xfinity cars all these different things sure uh, who knows maybe NFTs are back i don't know i don't know um but as someone who uh who did personally get involved and i i got told i was an idiot for doing so but if you saw how much well, what I bought is worth now. You're like, well, all right. That seems like a pretty solid investment. So again, I'm not encouraging anyone to do anything. Obviously, I'm just a guy with an app. Uh, but it's been, it, it, it's, I, I think the world was funny when, when Bitcoin was booming. So I, I, I'm, 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 I'm very curious to see what happens as it keeps going here. All right. We're sitting I think almost we're at 44,000, which is wild. Well, that's that's great. I think we're now legally obliged to say that Connor is not a financial advisor. I am not a financial lender. advisor. Um, I am, in fact, an idiot. So, so. <laughs> don't ever listen to me. I am a dumb, and I am not an advisor. Yeah, I, I hope that but works out. one on the list for me is BTC, baby. <laughs> yeah, I hope that works out. But just covering <laughs> Dale Jr., Dirty Mo, yep. all of our asses, I think we got to say not a financial advisor, not a, yep. you know, all that. But I do own right. some Bitcoin. That's what, yeah. That's 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 what I was saying. Good. So there you good, go. Good. Best of luck to you, buddy. Thank you. Excited uh, about it. Ben, do you have P1? <laughs> have we done yours? Yeah. Um, I I'm gonna go off your guys' basketball. Uh, the you did it earlier. Uh, I went to the Wolves game on Saturday and they beat the Hornets pretty good. And yeah. uh, they're the oh. number one. 
They have the best record in the NBA right now. So the I got Timberwolves, dude. Timberwolves, number one what? team in the West. How yeah. did I even know that? How did I not yeah. even know that? And Edwards, man. And Edwards, Nas Reed. Oh man, they're the, the boys wow. are cooking. So the boys I gotta are hop cooking. Up, like I'm not like bandwagon, but when they're that good, you kind of have to cheer for them. So jump in. Yeah, and so, I, I'm so no done shame. with the be a bandwagon. It's not bandwagon. Right. Everyone's yeah. gonna be more into something yeah. when it's popular. Just shut right. up. Yeah. Right. That's just how it <laughs> yeah. goes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, they're they're the home team, so I feel like I can come home in and out. Team. As yeah, you you're please, a home team, so guy. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So that we'll makes see, sense uh, to hopefully me. Hopefully, they they keep it up. I don't really get how this end season tournament is working though, because they're not in it. So I don't really know like the deal with that. But every time I see one of those courts, well, did they lose? Puke, they're not in it. They lost. I I guess I don't even know. <laughs> they're not in. That's all I know. Pacers yeah. are undefeated in the end season yeah. tournament. So yeah, that's right. here we go. So, We're going to Vegas yeah. and pe- competing for some cash. Love that. Yeah. No, that's hey, good for you. Hometown teams doing well, except for the Vikings. But you know, right. who knows? We'll see. Yeah, no <laughs> man's land. Well, the pasture not that uh, that rocket ship ran out of gas. Yeah, so that like, crashed pretty ooh, quick. Yikes. Yeah, ah, ah, yeah. No, well, so they're, they're in that they're in that <laughs> weird kind of no man's land where they're like right on the cusp of a playoff spot. But like at this point, you can't really tank and get a good pick. So like, what do you do? I don't know. Well, what so, do you do? I mean, I'm going to complain either way. That's all I know. Whatever yeah. happened, whatever they did to get sure. a deal, I'm going to say they should have done the opposite. That's fine. So, that's that's yeah. fandom, baby. That should be. Yeah, that's fandom. Yeah. Joe Flacco's <laughs> throwing balls in the NFL still. So I have that's uh, that's that's possible. the era that we're in right yep. now in football. You yep. got Joe Flacco and uh, this is true. And that fella for the for the Giants. Uh, I was going to say Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito, Tommy DeVito, Tommy DeVito, and Joe Flacco, and and although I will say. I'm a Bengals fan. Like I'm a Colts fan first. Bengals fan right behind. Old Cuzzy there, who was who was throwing the ball for them on Monday night. What's his name? Jake uh, Browning. Jake Jake Browning. Yeah, he was cooking. Old yeah. Jake Washington Browning guy. was spinning that rock like he was. Whoof, he was. Yeah. He Funny was enough, slinging it. Small world. Uh, I sat. Me and my wife sat with him at uh, the same table at Ted Karras, the center for the Bengals. Uh, Ted Karras's charity event last spring. There you and, go. Uh, even more fun fact. Nice guy. Um, he, yeah, very nice guy. We had a great time. All we right. went out to Broad Ripple after. We were partying. Oh. It was great. Um, even more fun fact, when he sat down and first introduced himself, I asked if he was uh, a punter. Oh, and nice. So then he had to tell me <laughs> that he was a quarterback. So There you go. Yeah, I made a an ass of quarterback, myself. But I, yeah. I looked good. The guy looked good. Like Bengals, Super Bowl, still on. Yeah. Very punter-like <laughs> name, though. I could see that. Jake Browning yeah. seems like hunter name so well, he said jake and when he doesn't have pads or a helmet on like he's a pretty yeah. slender fellow like sure yeah you know and so i just wrongly very wrongly assumed but the thing is is i'm a huge college football fan so as soon as he said uh quarterback i said oh my god jake browning like from washington i'm so of sorry yeah. yeah i was like yeah and it all clicked and he he was very good about it maybe <laughs> he afterwards was like fuck that asshole but uh, up front potentially up front, he was great. <laughs> we had a casino night there. We had drinks. There was a piano bar and Broad Ripple afterwards. Great Love dude. That. Um, but yeah, he's running a more effective and efficient offense in the second NFL game than the Pittsburgh Steelers have in the last four years. So that's, that's always great. Love yeah. that. There you go. I, I went to high school with a guy named Jake Brown, but uh, not Brown Inc. So it's ah. a, you know, funny, funny little little crossover there. Okay. Um, nice. Sorry about your Steelers. Uh, but that's our podium. We had a great time doing it. 
Uh, and yeah, we'll wrap up the show with obviously one of our favorite segments, right? Let's get into yeah. it. Yeah, let's into it? Uh, see what old Ricky Treadway's spitting out for us this week. Well, yeah. <laughs> Ricky Treadway, random Indy 500 driver of the week this week. Uh, we went with the 1959 Indy 500, 1959, won by Roger Ward. Roger Ward is the winner of this one. Huh? Uh, a couple huh? names in this race that uh, probably could be, you know, good a couple names that we've used before, but uh, this is a new one. Uh, Don Branson. Don Branson finished 24th. Uh, Don Branson uh, looks like, uh, where is Don Branson from? Don Branson, American race car driver, born in Illinois, ran tool, Illinois. Um, sprint cars, obviously USAC stuff. Uh, 128 starts, including the 1959 through the 1966 Indy 500. Wow. Finished in the top 10 85 times with seven victories. Uh, Sprint Car Series champion in 1959 and 64. So Don Branson. Don Branson had some, you know, had some juice. Tough, though. Yeah. Passed passed tragically. Yeah. Tough. A lot of crashes in Mm -hmm. the Indy 500. Well, or DNFs. But uh, looks like his best finish in the Indy 500 was fourth. So... Couple great runs. Fourth, I see he's got a fifth, uh, an eighth as well, just like me last year. Hey, oh, uh, eighth places. Um, so yeah, good run for Don at the uh, at the Indy 500. All right, Don, appreciate that, Ricky and Connor, as always. Um, good deal. All right, well, uh, appreciate everybody for uh, sticking with us here during the off season. Next week we'll wrap up 2023. Uh, with our uh, holiday send-off show going into uh, the Christmas and New Year's and, and, and Hanukkah holiday and everything uh, with a great guest that's going to be coming. Um, but look forward to that. So thanks so much again for everybody listening. Uh, and until next week, we'll talk to you then uh, on Speed Street. The latest episode of Next Level with Andrew Curlin is available now on all major podcasting platforms. Make sure to follow the show to stay up to date on the Next Level Conversations. <coughs> This bit of badassery was made by Dirty Mo Media. Dirty Mo.